It's true, Patsy. I know everything. And behind all the sturm and the batarangs, you're just a little boy in a podcast crying for mommy and daddy. It'd be funny if it weren't so pathetic. Ah, what the heck. I'll listen anyway to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your exo and mine, Paul, the master, Batarang Interrupter Powers. I'm very happy to be here because I'm Batman. <laughs> also for this discussion of the film Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, we welcome aboard a full crew compliment. First, we are glad to have for the first time, he's a musician, singer, puppeteer, and Christian music pr producer, Stephen Forrester. Welcome, Stephen. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're I was welcome. trying to think of something clever. To, I was thinking, trying to think of a clever introduction, and it did not come. So No worries. You gave us a, a great introduction with that voiceover, so thank you. Um, along with Stephen, we welcome back pastor and co-creator of Geek Devotions, clergy officer Dallas Mora. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on, Dallas? And filling out this bat team, we once again have Terminator of Pests and Lover of Burgers, Wardale Dale White. Welcome, Dale. Sup, hey, hey. Sup. And Dale, this is actually your third time on the pod. Do you know what that means? I wouldn't know. Tell me. Okay. <laughs> you have to pay taxes now. <laughs> no, no, happens. no. It means you are now it's the third time on the pod in one day. That's kind of a scary thing. Wow. It <laughs> means you check that out. You are now an official member of the crew with the rank of shipman. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. What department would you like to serve in, uh, Dale? Hey, I'm new to this thing, so tell me. <laughs> okay, how about, well, we have... Uh, there's You're the garbage cleanup. That's Wow. <laughs> sanitation, you're you're regulating Dale to sanitation. Nice. How about... Well, if work he in said he doesn't room. know, nobody wants that. You, you gotta, oh, gosh. Engine room, you could work with uh, Dallas and the clergy. You could uh, work, let's see, you could be... Uh, Technology ops, you could be tactics. There's lots. Just think of the, the things on a boat you would like to work in. Where would that be? Crow's nest. Hey. Mop the poop deck. I don't know. I'll... Mop mop the poop deck. There you go. Sanitation the exterminator. Department. I think I'm above yes. that, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, you like burgers. You want to be the cook? Oh yeah, we could use that. We could always use more cooks. Well, I don't think you want my burger. So. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> We're going to die. Right. We'll to figure it out. We'll, we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out. But congratulations on your promotion, Dale. So glad to have you as an official member of the crew. I'm just glad y'all let me come back here. Of course. It's, it's awesome having you back. And now, now you're they... stuck here because you have a rank. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can never leave. As long as, long, as, long as I'm not rank. Not, okay. oh. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying there. No, you just have a rank. And now that you all have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? 
Sure. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker was first released December 12th, 2000. In the year 2000. uh, Yeah, for the edited cut. It runs an hour and 16 minutes. Wait. No, it's not rated PG-13, the one that was released in 2000. I did the IMDb one, so what do you want from me? I, this is what it gave me. I expect accurate details oh that I'm giving people. I'm not, I don't mean to be a liar. Sorry, people. It was directed by Kurt Gita, if that's how you pronounce his last name. And it was written by Paul Dini, Glenn Murakami. Oh, why do you give me these names? <laughs> And then, and Bruce Why do Tim. these people make these movies that have hard names? Why can't you get a John yeah. Smith writing movie? I'm not against Jeez. people with weird names making movies. I'm against you making me pronounce them. <laughs> well, on, that, uh, st- on that Kurt, it's you Kurt Jetta. Oh, it is Kurt Jetta. No, okay, thank Kurt you, Jetta. All right. You can't read Like a Jedi, but with the Jetta, maybe the female version. I don't know. Um, oh gosh. With lead stars being Will Friedel. Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, and music was composed by Christopher Carter. Are you ready, are you ready for the box office trivia game? I, I think I'm ready. Adele, oh, yes. Dallas, and Steven. Steven's ready. Adele and Dallas. All right. Let's go. There was Chat a box office. And Chat. All right. Unfortunately, oh. this movie was not released in box office. It was direct <laughs> to video. And even then, the budget for Batman Beyond Return, sorry, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker nor its profits can be substantiated since precise records were not kept after Tannen shot a newspaper editor who printed an unfavorable story about him in 1984. I hate when so that happens. So no box office trivia game this time. Well, And we were all ready, too. Man. Jeez. Get my hopes up, bro. Well, thank you for... Well, talk about getting our hopes dashed. Let's talk about this movie. <laughs> Whoa. Well, we're not quite there yet, Paul. First, first, we have to. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have our mind meld. Then we're gonna have a roundtable sure. discussion. Going to likes and dislikes. All right, all right, we're not um, there yet. Okay, but we'll get into all, all that once Alice says, "Look at our target film." Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Coming to video. The first ever full-length Batman Beyond movie. In this battle, evil has many faces. But only one is capable of turning Gotham inside out. The Joker is back. Things are going to start popping. And this time, Batman will face him alone in a clash that can only be seen in this full-length movie. Let's dance. Batman Beyond. Return of the Joker. Coming Tuesday to video cassette and DVD. But is he really doing it alone? It almost sounds like that uh, that TV spot was decepted. Oh, speaking of deception, let's get into our memory mind melt synopsis for Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. All right. So when we combined all our memories, here's what we came up with. I think I remember thinking the movie was bizarre because it's the future and Terry McGinnis is a semi-studly teenage boy who has taken up the role of Batman under the tutelage of legendary billionaire brood Bruce Wayne who spends his time not talking to any one of the people who used to matter to him during days as Batman. (laughs) Terry is out on patrol as usual, dealing with a series of jokers and our other hoodlums, but things began to go off base. Somehow, Luke Skywalker, the Joker, is alive again, even after seeing Tim Drake kill him in the flashback. So Bruce's suspect is suspect and goes to Barbara looking for more answers and finds out if he can get all the old people in the movie to stop being bitter at each other. 
Turns out Al from Quantum Leap is the Joker, and Jerry McGinnis taunts him, unlike Bruce, who never did. Um, yeah, I, I, it's not far off. I, except I think some of it was decepted. Uh, and based on those memories, it's, it's totally flawed. I mean, it's like a different movie. Um, what rating did they lead you to predict before you rewatch this movie? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with uh, Stephen. What was your prediction for Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker? My prediction was classic with an asterisk. Classic with an Ooh. asterisk. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, do you want to sure. elaborate? Um, I this was this came out um just before I turned eleven years old, so I was a prime candidate for this. Loved it, loved it, loved it. One of my favorite movies as a kid. And I watched it so many times, I still remembered like half the dialogue, remembered a lot about it. However, yeah. I have recently gone and watched a few other movies from my childhood and realized I did not have very discerning tastes back then. So I was a little <laughs> bit, I was the, the worst, the most, the most egregious bummer being Inspector Gadget. And I watched that Ooh. and thought, Ugh. so I was a little bit worried that this would happen here, but uh, it, it turned out all right. So, <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, Dale, what was your prediction for this film? Um... This is the second time I've ever seen the, this particular movie, and I was predicting nostalgic. Nostalgic, fair enough. Uh, Dallas, how about you? I was uh, predicting classic, also with classic. an asterisk. Okay, what was your <laughs> asterisk? Uh, well, um, I have a, a nostalgic soft spot for bat anything Batman related, oh. so I, it already goes it's Batman. But I also have the understanding that not all things Batman are created equal. So gotcha. All right, because all right. I'm so Batman. Do you think this beforehand? Were you thinking it might be on the higher end or the lower end of not being equal? Oh, lower. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. And Paul, what was your uh, what was your prediction? I predicted nostalgic with an asterisk. Oh my <laughs> no. gosh, you guys! Um, it's it was about twenty years ago since I last saw this, and I oh, only okay. saw it a couple times, and mm -hmm. I didn't have any uh, positive memories nor negative memories. Okay, so I shot down the middle. Got it. For me, I remember enjoying it. I mean, I have the DVD mm -hmm. even, and and it was. I always remember loving Batman Beyond. So I predicted classic, but like Paul, it has been. It had been like. It may be close to twenty years since I've seen it. Maybe. Well, yeah, I guess it might be. So uh, that. So those reigns were sort of all over the board. No tragics, but lots of asterisks, which I'm not sure what to make of that. Uh, but it'll be interesting we'll find, to see. We'll find out in the end. Exactly. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Let's spin up our... Best three. But best two this time. And let's start with our, our newest guest. Steven, what's one thing you liked about... Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. One thing I liked. Um, oh gosh, <laughs> if the if the listeners can only see my page of notes, um, if I had to call it down to like, but this is a very thick uh, notepad. There's only one one page of. Notes, oh okay, but, okay. So my 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 non classic, my my second favorite thing probably would be the humor. Honestly, mm. um, oh. I. There were a lot of funny things. The entire um, kitchen sequence, Mom, there's a stranger at our table. You know, that that whole scene was hilarious to me. Um, there were jo jokes from the Joker himself. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Terry McGinnis with the um, flagpole thing. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Flagpole. The, 
the flagpole. There was that. There were uh, there were so many so many cute things. It's a school night, boys and girls. I need to call your folks. Yes, um, yes. And then I, one of my favorites was ah, shut up, Grandma Harley. That was kind of nice surprise. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, one. So yeah, honest, and I, I loved how it. It's a fairly dark movie, as most Batman things are, mm-hmm. but it, the humor. Always seemed appropriate and and was funny, but it never it never took away from the fact that this is a dark Batman movie. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Always, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I liked I liked that the humor worked so well. I guess. Yeah, and that's so. that's something it didn't make my like list, but I've always always enjoyed um, Terry McGinnis as Batman Beyond. Like when I first heard about the show coming out, I was like. Batman Beyond, why, why, why the future? But why they have a new Batman? Giving it, yeah, exactly, Paul. But giving yeah. it a chance, I, I was there. Yeah, I, I just, I, I really like Terry. I like his quick wit. I love his like him being the the uh, almost like the the funny to uh, Bruce's very very straight <laughs> uh, brooding man. So I, yeah, I really like that dynamic. Uh, Dale did uh, was the humor something that made your like this, or was it one of the characters? Well, somewhat, but I like, I, again, I like the actors, Mark mm-hmm. Hamill. Yes. Um, Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. When, when, when we talk about Batman, we talk, we highlight Mark Hamill and Conroy greatly. They, they deserve it. They, they are to us when it comes to the animated they're the Batman and the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but absolutely nobody. When it comes to Batman Beyond, nobody. I don't. Will Fredo needs to get some some of that praise. Oh is yes, that how his totally. name is officially pronounced. I could never get his pronunciation right. I always that, that's how, is that's, that? how, that's how I've always pronounced it. I've always I thought so, but I wasn't Friedel, sure. But what do but I know? Either, either way, I think he he um. He made that role his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I especially loved it in this movie, especially toward the end when he's taunting the Joker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that, I thought that was cool. I thought yes. that was funny. Yeah. That was uh, very well mm-hmm. written. Steve, Steve yes. was talking about the humor. Mm-hmm. You could you could how he's taunting the Joker. You could see that. I just, I was I wasn't like on the floor laughing, but I was just about there. Um, I just I just loved the that voice mm-hmm. and awesome not the, and, and then of course obviously mark hamill you know he, he's legendary you know yes yeah. i think i feel like in this movie though he was kind of like what frank Lagella was with skeletor and master of the universe oh very hamming it up not, not but but except for he wasn't over the top he was mm-hmm. just right just um he had a lot of fun with it yes absolutely and uh bob and chat says frit Fredell, Fredell is how he thinks it's pronounced. So, I want to. I think Bobo. I want to precisely. This is how it's done. Jeez. Well, get Willie on the phone. Exactly. Somebody call Warner Brothers. Uh, but awesome, Dale. Yeah. The the characters. Were there any others that stood out to you, or is mainly like yeah, Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, but also Will Fredell. Yeah. In well, my humble opinion, well, whether you're, whether it's live action or animated. Kevin Conroy is the best Batman ever. Yes, I, I really it's like just me. What are you going to say, Dale? That doesn't, these days, doesn't Tara Strong do the um, Harley Quinn? I don't know. It, it, it rotates it? depending on the movie because, or the TV because, show. <laughs> because back then, Arlene Sorkin was the uh, Harley Quinn. Mm. And, and I like, 
And I love hearing her. I like I like that little bit Stephen was talking about yes. earlier, but at the finale there, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you catch your grandma Harley, you know, yeah, taking the twins out of jail and everything. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. It's definitely nice hearing her not only that, but also in the flashback scene, hearing her because yeah. she's. I mean, I I believe I remember correctly that she was a character created specifically for the animated series. So it's nice having her. Correct. Having such a fan, being a fan favorite and bringing coming back to this where she normally wouldn't have. Um, uh, Dallas, what was uh, something that you really enjoyed about this uh, TV movie? Yeah, um, for me, what I enjoyed about it was the um, the the fact that Terry was his own Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciated that, like. <clears throat> They differentiated between him and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm always a fan of the Bruce Wayne Batman, but Terry brings a level of edge, which I think was a point of the show. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. show was just be we're edgy. That's why we have Static X in our background and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> as the, the the angsty kid. Yes, <laughs> might have been part of my goth stage for some reason. But anyways, um, <laughs> but I like the fact that Terry was his own Batman, even to the point like they, they played on that at the end of the movie where he's he's mocking the Joker, he's mm-hmm. going after it, mm-hmm. and they kind of um, you know, they they highlight that even with the flashback because Bruce is like, he's not talking. He's angry. He's jacked up uh, Tim, but he's still not talking. Whereas uh, Terry, he's mocking him and he's calling him out. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Very, very cool. Um, Paul, does that have anything to do with your like? Um, Well, one of my likes is what people have called out. My favorite moment is when, you think Harley had has probably died, but then she shows up at the end. Yes. That was my... Um, but I really love it when a movie starts off with a lot of action. Mm-hmm. And this one with the, the bank robbery gets the ball going right away. I love it. Paul, why you got why you got to copy me? <laughs> that was my first like. I just adored how yeah, this was. I, I call it sort of the James Bond opening. Even though I haven't seen a lot of James Bond open uh, movies, I know that the, that's sort of the thing that James Bond did is that you start off with like a big action set piece to get the ball rolling, then you go into the opening credits, then you sort of start the main story. But uh, yeah, I really I really like that. Just got right into it. And in that way, and like lots of fun lines, like Stephen alluded to, and just the characters of of uh, uh, Terry that both uh, Dallas and Dale liked. I, I just I I really liked how they did the opening. Uh, let's see. So then, with that, guys, I guess it's time to get into our classic makers. And I'm gonna I'm gonna Yay. the opening sort of leads right into my classic maker. So I'm just gonna go f- just power through, like Bruce said. Um, and it's the it's the animation, especially of all the 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 VFX, like the explosions and the lasers and the fire. It was just so beautiful it, to mm-hmm. to my mm-hmm. to my eyes in this film. Especially, it didn't seem like a, a movie, like a TV movie, deserved yeah. the the level of detail and motion and animation that this got with that. But it was just yeah. delightful to see. I, I loved it so much. It, it seemed like. It seemed like a very nice, gentle update to Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. style-wise, mm-hmm. yes. d- detail-wise. Like, if you liked that, you probably would like this. Uh-huh. And then when they did the the flashback, you know, it, it transitions so beautifully. Oh, yeah. It was so much more detailed. Absolutely. And just updated. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. So let's see. Dang it, Francisco. Why you got to take mine? Okay. That, <laughs> that was my classic Wait, maker. It's no, actually the animation. Maybe and, we don't need a it, host and a cast host. We just, <laughs> one of us will just take turns. Yeah. Okay. No, that's but not, not so yeah. much like the, ooh, flashy lights. That's pretty kind of stuff, but it was the, <laughs> it was the dynamic action and movement. Yes. And I know like, uh, I could tell this wasn't 24 frames a, a second as like some feature length. Oh, I thought it um, was. Okay. Animated I can't tell movies that. are, it's mm -hmm. not as fluid. Mm -hmm. But the poses and the action, um, there is a lot of movements, and I really appreciate that. Like even in the background, a lot of times there, even in in TV movies and such, and in especially animation, that you have very stiff moving. Like at the dance party, um, mm -hmm. everyone was moving and dancing mm -hmm. in all the yeah. scenes, mm -hmm. and it was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, probably probably the thing that surprised me the most on that was when. Batman and Joker are fighting at the end, and Joker initially is beating the snot out of him. That looked very good. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fluid fighting, very well coordinated. Mm -hmm. The action in this is, and, is spectacular. It's and, really on point. Am I wrong, yeah. guys? That in the cartoons, yes. <laughs> in the cartoons, they were a lot of the, like the hits and the the actual like violence was they would either like cut away from it or like cover yeah. it with like a, a like a. I don't know, a white flash. They would flash often do or like a, a, a flat, yeah, 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 flash, like a frame that was just like white. Okay. Because mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. the connection things they couldn't show directly okay. because they were, right. yeah, because oh. of the TV sensors. I was wondering Standards. where those went. I was wondering where those went. Oh, I okay. remembered those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I love being able to actually see the the actual like the contact well, and stuff because i love violence version, it, yeah in the cut version they cut a lot of those out oh okay interesting because i only watched like one well let's you know what, let's go ahead and talk about the the, <laughs> the cut version now since we got on topic and if, if this makes the classic maker for any of you guys i'd be very interested for those that aren't aware uh, for the longest time, I only saw the cut version, which essentially the the key difference between that from and Paul, you watch a whole video about this, so you can say more. But the key difference in uh, between the two versions is the way that Joker dies, the way that Tim uh, Tim Drake Robin kills Joker. In the cut version, it's almost like Joker falls on his own sword, and that uh, right. the Joker well, Tim he, pushes him. Tim pushes him back into this and like the the Frankenstein lab thing. He uh, yeah. breaks a, a big thing of water and then uh, throws his hand on an electrical switch accidentally and electrocutes himself. But in mm -hmm, the uncut right. version, uh, Tim actually shoots Joker with the the bang, uh, I don't know what nail yeah. gun thing that he yeah. has, and it actually connects with Joker in the chest, and he dies that way. The funny thing is, if you watch the uncut version, uh, so uh, in the let's see, in the cut version tim uh, throws the gun away but then when it's back to the cut of where the it's the same movie regardless of which cut the gun is right in front of him so it's just a funny inconsistency that's like why is the gun not thrown away uh but yeah. it's because in the actual cut the the real one he shot him regardless so uh, you interesting have, to you have solved some <laughs> <laughs> It, I'm sorry, I didn't mean I to interrupt. Just, I was so confused no. when I watched the movie again because I'm like, I, I thought I remembered him being electrocuted. Exactly, and I yes. I dropped my right. teeth when yeah. I saw that he shot him. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I was very confused <laughs> as well. Okay, go ahead, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Interesting to note why they did this. Um, this came out in the year 2000, and in it was the year, year before that the Columbine shooting happened. Oh, and so they were about to release sense. this, and then they had the original <laughs> uncut version that they were about to release, but they decided to go back and cut it up and reanimate a couple of the scenes. Got so it. that um, it wouldn't be as 
quote unquote hardcore mm -hmm. um, because of the violence in that. Got and it. So a lot of people found out about this and there was a lot of demand. So Warner Brothers actually two years later um, released the uncut version. Of oh, video. interesting. Oh. Okay. Well, very cool. Thank you for that. That trivia, Paul. Um, My life is complete. Now. <laughs> but we're not to trivia That's what Paul's yet. Here for let's uh, let's go to uh, Dallas next for your classic maker. The thing you um, love most. I, I I'm gonna. It's gonna sound like a broken record. The animation really is on. All point. right, yeah. moving on to Dale. Uh, but, uh, to, I, yeah, can, you are not I'll, wrong, sir. I know, right? I altered it a little bit though, and that okay. is that. Um, so this is based. This Batman is a direct, almost a direct sequel of the New Adventures of Batman. Oh, which really? Okay. I hated the art. Oh. Uh, I feel it like was the, different than the, the the original Batman animated series. The, right. the character design. Right. Oh, the original oh, oh, oh. Batman was um, it was more there was more gothic to Gotham, mm -hmm. and there was there was more detail. There was some darker stuff, and then you get to um, the new adventures. And Dale was talking with me about it that that was a switch over with the WB, and they were trying to like we're bright and friendly, and so. Um, they changed all the character designs mm -hmm. and uh, it bothered me because it was it just wasn't the same feel mm -hmm. this right. I feel like they try to bring a little bit more balance into this the entire franchise as a whole Batman Beyond but they brought back that grittiness and that gothicness of Gotham and so I appreciated that quite a bit mm -hmm. absolutely uh, Dale how about you what was your classic maker was it the, the animation as well or something else mine regards the music ooh Yes. Oh. Okay. Not and not not just because of Christopher Carter. Mm -hmm. I, I got the name right. I think that's right. Let me. I'll double check. But go ahead. Don't ask me. I mispronounce names. Wow. We, <laughs> yes, Christopher Carter. We, we us city boys down here in Shreveport got a, a local connection to the music. Yeah, we do. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. If you look at the credits, end mm -hmm. credits, you'll see a name called Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's he's a Shreveport boy. Oh, cool! Okay. And he's oh, good old Kenny, yeah. And he's the um, guitar player. That oh, nice! Is that the music? Yes. Oh, he shreds mm. it. Yes. So you know, so to me, I just thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And, and not just because he's a Shreveport boy, but when you watch *Lethal Weapon* and you hear Michael Kamen's music, mm -hmm. you can also hear obviously you hear Eric Clapton's guitar play throughout the um parts of the movie mm -hmm. and that that's like classic and then in twister you you can hear van halen's there's a kind of deal mm -hmm. and um so when I, in this movie i like how he's he um melds the old shirley walker music from the classic series Mm. At least in my ears, I'm hearing this. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I'm yeah. not Okay, it melds it with his own thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you add the Kenny Wayne Shepherd thing, and it just gold. There you go. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah. I just thought solid gold right there. Mm -hmm. That yeah. so that's that's my classic maker. Yeah, I can. Nice. And being being that I have a Shreveport boy <laughs> behind it makes yeah. it. Classic. All the better. Yeah. I just on the cake. Support the team. It nice. kind of trips me out actually because Celeste and I watched the special features, uh -huh. and they actually did a whole thing. They were talking about it with with them and everything. Oh, cool! And I was like, man, nice. what is he doing now? So I looked him up and I looked up his Wikipedia page. This dude went to school with my with my cousin. Whoa, nice. crazy! <laughs> I was like, holy crap. He actually graduated from my high school. I was like, holy crap! 
Yeah. So if you call your cousin, it's like the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what does that make us? I heard that absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, I heard that where there were elements of like the theme music of Batman the animated series blended in with a little bit of Batman Beyond and a little bit of modern guitar, and I thought mm-hmm. I heard that at several points. And uh, okay. I, I like that too. Nice. Yeah. I very much enjoyed the the guitar, how that adds to the overall just the theme from the series. Mm-hmm. I I didn't. I wasn't really, I guess I wasn't tuned into it throughout the whole thing. I mainly just heard it at the beginning and the end with the main thing. But yeah, the music was great for sure. Uh, that then leaves Steven. What was the thing you loved most about Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? All right. I had to finish chewing a cookie before I got back oh, to the microphone. <laughs> no, <right>. uh, <laughs> Those grasshoppers right, um, are great. Oh, they're fantastic. Me Second cookies. only to Girl Scout cookies. My word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calling this thing down to my um, classic was hard. Mm. If I had to pick one thing, I guess it would be. I'm, I'm kind of deciding between two of them right here. I guess it would be. I guess it had to be the plot. I, I really, really, really loved the writing, specifically within the plot. I loved that there were several big shocks. Yeah. Like, like, like Big, big, surprising, <clears throat> right? which happened there moments. Yes. Right. Um, one of them being, um, and I remembered this because I had seen it so many times as a kid. But the first time I saw Tim Drake morph into the Joker, mm-hmm. like whoa, yeah. that was that that one really got me. I yes. will agree and, that was shocking. Right? Oh my goodness! And so creepy. He's so creepy as the kid Joker. Oh my goodness! Our Junior. Give no, mommy I'm talking about, I'm talking about old Tim Drake. Yeah, that too. Yeah, oh, old, old oh. Tim Drake turning the Joker. Oh, oh okay. Like a Jekyll and Hyde <clears throat> moment there. Yeah, I mean, Both, yeah, that, uh, that's what I meant. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that shock of the plot got me. There were so many different things I loved about the plot. The flashback scenes, just the everything. But the that shock, and then the other big shock being, again, because I had seen the edited version and remembered the electrocution, um, or thought I did, and I'm like, oh, maybe that was what you guys called incepted or decepted. Yeah, or decepted. Yeah, I can <laughs> but, totally see that. Yeah. yeah. So thinking, I'm expecting the electric shock, and I'm like, did I remember this wrong as a kid? And oh yeah. my word, he shot him! Like, yeah. the, uh, like this is this a kids movie? And I'm checking the rating, like, oh, that is a PG-13. Okay. <laughs> but the 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 plot, and specifically within the plot, the uh, the the sh- big shockers really were probably my favorites. Awesome. Yeah, I, I like, but what? the big shock was missing when Joker shocked himself. <sighs> yeah, right. Awesome, guys. Well, that's those were all excellent. I mean, I feel like we had a lot of a lot of similarities and things we liked. So I guess we can get on to the next. No, I we can't we can't get on to the next thing. Unfortunately. Oh, good. We're stuck in our likes. Yeah, there's some more. Yeah, I have one more thing I liked. Uh, one more. P.O.S. T.O.S. He loves Star Trek, but he hates bad Star Trek. Matt McKinney, joined by off-screen Kim occasionally, and Drew Bax, the sociopathic Talaxian, take on Star Trek, Smallville, and whatever other and whatever other shows might appear in his field of vision. You can find P.O.S. T.O.S. on YouTube, just search under that title, or at www.pos-tos.com. That's great, Francisco. But what does that have to do with Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? It, I need to know his answer. It's sci-fi, like uh, Star Trek sci-fi. Also, uh, 
Matt McCain has covered uh, Batman and V Superman Dawn of Justice, so that's kind of a connection, I guess, maybe. Uh, and that's connected to that electric chair that the Joker <laughs> fell into. <laughs> <laughs> or didn't or yeah. didn't fall or into. didn't fall into exactly. Right. <laughs> what what uh-huh. isn't you don't like that explanation, Paul? Fine, fine. No, no. Fine, whatever. You know what? How about how about some trivia related to Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? Would you like okay, that instead? Yes, that actually has to do with Batman Beyond <laughs> Return of the Joker? Yes, please. All right, fine. So so Since demanding. All right. So did you all realize that the basic design for the orbital weapons platform, the one that's shooting down lasers from the sky that Joker controls. Um, the satellite. Yeah, the yeah. satellite. That it creates the beams of light. It was taken from 1988's Japanese animated film Akira, which we've covered on the podcast. Oh, I can see that. In fact, one of the directors of animation at Tokyo Movie uh, Shinsha, uh, Shinsa, which is where Batman yes. Beyond was mostly done, mostly animated, um, he was the actual animator of the scene in Akira when Can- Canada, Canada was briefly chased by the beam from the orbital system Soul. It's called Soul in Akira. Um, so when the scene of Terry being chased by the beam came up, this director snagged the storyboarding duties on uh, for himself under, under the auspices of aiming to top himself. So that's just really oh, wow. cool that he worked. I'm going to do better than I did back in Akira. So. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. So that did he succeed? Uh, well, maybe we'll find out here at the end of the episode. But my trivial question for you guys is: Is there any piece of art, whether it's a drawing, music, YouTube video, whatever, however you want to classify art, that you would love to try to top? Like you, you release this like video. Oh, we made the art, and we want to make it better. Exactly. Like, or you want to try to do something that's even oh. tops it? Yeah. Exactly. So let's. I once drew a stick man, <clears throat> and I hope to make him round one day. Okay, that's great, Paul. <laughs> okay, is that your actual just answer, Paul? Just turn the paper around. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since you're not going to give me a straight answer, Paul, how about a douse? Uh, anything you would try to top? Um, yeah. Not to get into into self. Selfless plugs, but the first episode of Geek Devotions. I'd oh. love to, to fix that. Mm-hmm. The oh. audio is terrible. Um, it was it wasn't a bad episode. It's mm-hmm. just it was an episode we had to slap together because mm-hmm. the original recording we did all the audio was bad, so I had to re-record quickly and then edit. Oof. So I would like to redo that one one day. All right, nice. Well, Understood. well, Glicks could take you back there. So she could, yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know. Does she have time travel capabilities or just, just, Settle uh, down, Alice. We're okay. not seeing you yet. <laughs> it's the impossibility. It's in the, it's in the impossible, improbability drive. So, I so mean, anything probably probable. All right. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to Steven. Anything you would want to try to top that you've done before? I, it's funny you should ask. Being a musician, I do this routinely. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been traveling and singing for uh, 13 years wow. as of June. Awesome. Um, and many, I've done a whole bunch of different recordings, solo and group, and there's nothing pre-2017 that I'm still proud of. Ooh, <laughs> and gosh. so as a, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Starting in 20, 2008, I, I don't even know how I had a career between 2008 and 2016. I'm like, oh, oh the Lord provides. So I... Yeah, he did. He it was a miracle for sure. And then Lord moves mysterious ways. So at, going forward, I have re-recorded some old songs that I've gone back and listened to. I'm like, that was a great song, and I butchered it. I need to go back and redo that the right way this time. So nice. I've done that several times. So 
that's always as a musician that's something you're always trying to do nice so Very that cool. and and because i'm also a preacher i have uh I've looked back at some of my old sermon notes, and I'm like, that was the worst piece of garbage I've ever oh, man. preached. <laughs> my like, man. What's, who do you preach that one? Yeah. He's yeah. there going, no, sometimes no. I look back and go like, was I reading the Bible? <laughs> Jesus yeah. didn't die. Either what? That, either that or, yeah, I was either reading the Bible or uh, the back of a recipe for Rice Krispie Treats. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Either way, your life goes snap, crackle, pop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a pun, but you beat me to it, Paul. Uh, well, that leaves, uh, wow. uh, well, Paul also. But, uh, Dale, what was your, uh, what's something you would want to top? If you have um, anything. I used to make greeting cards. Oh, cool. I had no um, idea. Well, I, I'm not in the habit of doing it any, anymore, but I used to. I used to hand draw. Oh, nice! And I'd um, I like to get back into doing that. Yeah. Um, not not so much using computers, but just just do it by hand. It. Very cool. Um, I I I did one for Dallas a while a while back, and it but it was on computers, not hand drawn. Oh, um, that's awesome! I used to as your love. Yeah, that's great. Oh. Well, anyway, I. I I used to do it for people, pe- for people at the church, uh-huh. and 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 family members, and I I love I loved and enjoy doing it. Um, so that's one thing I would like to get back to doing to top my as far as topping myself. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And now, Paul, do you have an actual answer? Not at this time. I'm gonna take a um, a mulligan. Somebody or... had a, a to be deter- Oh, I'm gonna follow Dale's example of try to uh, figure out his rank later. I'm gonna try to figure this art piece out later. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Great trivia, Francisco. Thank but you. before I get to that point, I want to ask you: Is there a piece of art that you've done oh, that you'd like to fine, redo? Fine. Uh, well, very similar. The Retro Rewind podcast. <laughs> the, the whole thing. Redo the whole Let's just yeah. start tonight, guys. Episode one. Superman three. Let's go. Superman three. Uh, here we go. <laughs> no, but uh, speaking of podcasts, though, I probably would want to go back and redo uh, episode three on Masters of the Universe because it was just the audio on that one was just so bad. That's the one where I, I like was Dallas's answer. I, well, yeah, but I mean, not that, not for our show. Right, not Paul. number one, but number three. See, I copied his homework, but I changed the answer, and made it different, so no one will know. <laughs> no one will know. But yeah, if you ever go back, if you've ever gone back and tried to listen to all the episodes, and you've gone to three, my apologies. Uh, not that anything was wrong with uh, the our hosts. I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, Josh, my your brother, brother, and Sharon. I think it might have been, yeah, um, Sharon Jean. But it was just, yeah, bad audio. Anyway, uh, thank you. For, All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome, great. Paul. And this was great trivia. And I have the answer to our uh, previous audience question, which again was, if you could have a door that took you to any time and place, where and when would it be? So many people entered the door, but no one came out <laughs> because there were no responses. So... Moving along to this episode's <laughs> listener question. <laughs> what is your favorite iteration of Batman? Yeah, so oh. do you like Batman Beyond? Uh, you could do, like, b- break up the Batmans. Like, uh, isn't there, like, a, where uh, the Bruce's dad is the Batman? What's 
Yes. He called something Flashpoint else. Batman. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Flashpoint. Oh, okay. So yeah, just what is your favorite iteration of Batman? Send your answers to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com by the time we record the next episode, which usually gives you a week and a couple days by the time you listen to the the when this drops live. If you're in the audience live, you have even more time to send it. But uh now that we have all had some trivial fun, let's find out all the memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Uh, Drew, jo- Drew Dodgen starts off by saying, Robin's re-education. That's what he remembers. So that, that reminds me of the link that Dallas sent in our Discord, <clears throat> Retro Rewind Podcast Discord, about the education. <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> I got Edu-cage-o. lost on that TikTok. Wow. <laughs> but we don't have time to talk about that today. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> Stephanie Russell says, "When Joker got shot in the uh, stinking chest." Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, which apparently she saw the uncut version. Uh, LJ yeah. Lowry says, "I enjoyed the movie, but I remember the Game Boy Color game more. Played the heck out of yeah. it. Classic BM up action. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I had no idea there was a, a game." Yeah, there's a, a couple games. Based. I, I had forgotten it till I saw that comment. Oh, nice. I like, oh, I love that game. Very cool. Check it out if you can. Indeed. Kevin Joshua Burnham says, absolutely nothing. I never saw it. He wouldn't. Thanks, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) That's a true statement. (laughs) See, Kevin, you watch all the old movies, and we watch all the the popcorn movies. All the direct-to-video ones that don't come out (laughs) in theaters. Kevin, you're like, I watched the 1937 silent film, Batman. We're just trying to balance out the universe here, Kevin. Come on. Um, Batman wasn't invented until the 50s. Yeah. He just bring details into this, Stephen. Thanks a lot. No, it's 39. Anyway, uh, 38? Jacob B. Heron says, fantastic film. Best Batman movie. Wow, that's fighting words right there. Um, Stephen Forrester. Hmm, I don't know I who like, this guy is. I feel like I've he heard says, of him. One of my favorite Batman movies as a, a child. Possibly my top favorite back then. Ooh. I remembered many different things about the movie, including great deal of well-written dialogue. The plot was amazing from start to finish, and I'm just glad I get to be part of the big review. You know, why don't you say this, Stephen, <laughs> since you're right I here? I was just going to say, I don't, I don't know who that Stephen Forrester is, but I'm sure he's a handsome devil. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's <what> probably. <laughs> handsome, yeah. wealthy, uh, amazing, yes. <laughs> Incredi- incredibly sexy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, someone's got to be. Someone's got. Someone's got. Burden, yeah, exactly. Someone's got to carry that cross. Uh, Reed Benson yeah, says, "All that sword." <laughs> Reed Benson says, "It was epic." Oops. I don't know if I'd, if I, I don't know if I'd even watched much of the show before the movie. I think the movie was the catalyst that got me even to even appreciate the concept of the show. I even went and ordered the soundtrack from a local CD store to get the Static X and Kenny Wayne Shepherd, just like you guys were talking about, uh, songs that were on the film. Mark Hamill, Will Friedle, Kevin Conroy, Michael Michael Rosenbaum was in this? Yes. Who was he? Was he? The, um, he, he played Howl the... Uh, the um, Howl the Zoom <laughs> Castle? Wow. Really, no, Paul? No, no. Oh, the hyena um, guy? Christopher Walken. Oh, he, yeah, he was oh a, my gosh. Yeah, he was a scarecrow. Those yeah. that don't know, Michael Rosenbaum, my favorite Lex Luthor. He played Lex Luthor in Smallville. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I, mean, I wonder on. if he was he, purposely channeling. He Walken. was also he. he also, oh, absolutely. He also voiced the Flash and Justice. Yes, Lee. he did. Yeah. That's right. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. I know that. Um, Melissa Joan Hart, uh, Tara Strong, Arlene Sorkin, uh, even Henry Rollins, Henry Frank Rollins. Welker. 
And Frank Walker. Well, yes. yes, of course, Frank Walker. And uh, I don't think he... She, who who's um the one the smoky voice law and order who's uh commissioner angie Gordon? Harmon. angie Harmon. yeah yeah, yeah. he didn't mention uh her but i'll just there's say, a lot of good actors yes in yes this. exactly all the voice actors killed it and mm-hmm. the anime this is read it again all the voice actors killed it and the animation is theater worthy i think yes definitely according to the dvd commentary mark hamill actually said that he liked voicing the old joker better because the new joker was too subdued and creepy my only qualm with it is that they didn't quite go far enough to show the physical toll some of the fighting took all right mm-hmm. i'm thinking particularly of the fight scene between batgirl and harley quinn oh yeah uh, which looks and sounds brutal, but at the end, neither of them is bleeding or really all that scuffed up. Uh, the punches couldn't have been that weak, could they? Other than that, classic. Um, here's another bonus thing. For the cut version or the edited version, <clears throat> oh, Batman the blood. and Joker both had blood. Yeah, which you can where, see in this video I mean, here. I'm, the uncut had blood. And the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. So anyway. Aaron Hewley says, it's a good one. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. And Ashley Kerenbitter says, famous last words? That's not funny. I don't remember that. Which words? Which part That's when that? he dies. <laughs> the Joker gets shot, and he goes, that's not funny. Oh, he falls over and okay, dies. Okay, so here's the problem. I think I've only seen the uncut version once, and so that didn't stick with me. Okay, well, yes. Well, you watched it this time. <laughs> this is the most recent watch of it. No, because I watched the, the cut version to see what was changed, so that's technically oh, the most you recent. you messed yourself ha. up. Yeah, I did okay. mess myself up. But uh, she, she continues, and... An all-over ex- excellent film with plenty of action, suspense, and full of surprises. Well, let's see if anything was surprising about the things we didn't like about this film. Uh, let's spin up our... Worst three. Or worst two, as it were. Uh, so let's start with... I'm going to start with Paul this time. What's something you didn't like about Batman Beyond Return um, of the Um, Besides wondering why Batman doesn't use invisibility invis- all the time. Oh, um, good point. Basically, <laughs> there was this big point. laser coming down to destroy the, the Joker's hideout where they were fighting, and it's coming, and then they have this big, huge, long sequence, and it should have wiped them out like five or ten times by the time the laser was supposed to actually get... Th- it's crazy. The time Timing yeah. on this it's tra- animation's trajectory. all about timing. Where's the laser? The freaking lasers! You wow. build that up and then you don't like. uh, uh no, it was all handled all wrong. Mm-hmm. So wait, the timing of when the lasers were used was handled all wrong? Or? No, the big satellite yeah. shoots a laser, yeah. destroys buildings, yes. city blocks, I, I and get everything. This. Yes, it's on. They show it. And its trajectory and the speed it's approaching the Joker's hideout. Oh, it should have gone there and faster. And it's going to get yes. there like in less than 30 seconds. Okay, and yeah. And then they go on and fight for five minutes in the hideout. It's like, no. It's like Dragon it's like Ball Cal- Z. It's like They're Cowboy movies. That, yeah. Yeah. It's like Cowboy movies that they didn't count the bullets. They just kept shooting. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, but Six shooter th- fires 30 bullets. You know, I, I mean, understand the ticking clock, but they the clock stopped on this right at the climax. It doesn't. It's so infuriating. Totally fair. Totally fair, Paul. Uh, <clears throat> Dallas was the timing uh, something that bothered you about this film? No, but the laser did bother me because oh, he's really? controlling oh, the you. laser the entire time. But for some reason, he has to destroy the roof at the end to activate the laser. Yeah, I'm like. What is happening here? Like, did your remote control go out? Is this like the equivalent of putting like some like aluminum foil on your antenna to get signal? I will, why did we destroy the roof this time? Well, you didn't have to the first like 
20 times you're shooting people out of the sky. So I remember, I didn't watch it this time, but I have seen this, or at least the cut version with commentary, and they comment, they even say, that's really weird how we didn't, well, how this time it's destroyed, that why they didn't have to do this every, he, Joker didn't have to do this every time, but yeah, they, right. they, they mention it, but yeah, there's no explanation other than. They should have just got rid of the laser. They didn't need that. It was a, it was way too, the stakes, they raised the stakes way too high that you know like oh now it's destroying the city they mm-hmm. could have done it without that and still had the psychological you oh, know, i could see battle. that yeah but i mean i like the laser but that's fine paul you don't have to like the laser uh let's see who else didn't like the laser maybe steven <clears throat> no oh. um that now that you've mentioned it and pointed out so gruesomely that that bothers me now i didn't at the time <laughs> i had other other unanswered questions one of bother us me. one of <laughs> us <laughs> but okay then what was something that you didn't like Okay, well, yeah, in in my dislike, there were, and and I and this is really reaching for me because I love the movie so much. So, <clears throat> trying to find something I, I didn't like, the oh, movie left me before. with, yeah, the movie left me with like three or maybe four unanswered questions mm. that I couldn't figure out. Mm-hmm. The mystery was bugging me. Okay, um, mm. probably the most egregious one was if you look. Uh, early in early in the fight, Terry McGinnis knocks the electric joy buzzer out of Joker's hand. Mm-hmm. It goes to the circuits, messes up the circuit trajectory, and then, then spins the laser toward them. <laughs> yeah, and then at I the end, he going. he beats. Yeah, you know where I'm going, Paul. He yep. he defeats the Joker with the joy buzzer. However, when when he's knocked down, he he is knocked down toward the the control uh-huh, console. Uh-huh. But he's not—he's not an arm's length from it. He's at least a body length from it. <laughs> so how the devil did he reach for that 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 joy buzzer? Mm-hmm. And he 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 probably had a, a a six to ten foot reach with a three foot arm. How did he, he do has, that? that, that so me. I know there's no Joker. Uh, there's no bat belt or, or utility belt, but he, he, his whole suit does stuff. I'm sure he has like magnetism fingertips and just like made it come to him. And it only attracts the the buzzard around exactly. all that other metal yeah. object. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. None of the, none of the other stuff in there. None at all. Yeah. That was that was probably the most egregious question. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, another another one. A, a question that was bothering me is. Why does Terry some and I get it that's futuristic, so none of the cars have wheels, they're all they're all flying, yes. but why do the cars sometimes drive like cars? They're only they're only two feet off the ground, so presumably there's some magnetism or something. Like that. And other times he flies like a plane. Yeah. Why is he sometimes observing the rules of the road and sometimes he's flying a plane? What why what is <laughs> Because I'm Batman. Yes. I wanna that, say uh, that bothered me. Is, is this a car or a plane? Well, I feel like his Batmobile cool. is more has less it, it can fly. It's not just strictly mm-hmm. hover, whereas most of the automobiles are probably just hover, but I'm not for sure about that. But why know. but why would it then not be a plane all the time? I don't know. It's... I mean, I think it's kinda of like the same physics as what takes place in Fifth Element where there's there's rules to the road. And so you have to stay in the lane at certain points, but you can go off. It's just that you might get a ticket. Oh, I know. When you're on the road, it charges your batteries. But when you go off the road, you're sort of on just your own battery. That's that's right, it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Somebody called WB. That, my, <laughs> yeah, my last question was, my, these are all like my, my one dislike yeah, yeah, was three yeah. questions. My last question was, why did, why did Tim go to see a Barbara Gordon at the office? Because was, oh, he wanted to introduce because he wanted to ask about story. the Joker. Yeah, because he saw the Joker on no, the no, TV. In, yeah, in the early no 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 no, no I'm sorry not not Tim. Um, yeah yeah Terry. yeah Tim Drake Terry, Terry McGinnis goes to Barbara in the early part. Mm-hmm. He knows that yes. she was bad girl. Mm-hmm. He knows she's got some stories that she's not telling. Yep. She refuses to tell. As he's leaving, Tim Drake walks in. Yeah, they say hello, and then there's no development on why that happened later. That's because and, that's his therapy appointment every week. <laughs> yeah. 
She's his therapist. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> that's that's fair. I'll go with that. Um, speaking yeah. of mysteries, it was, it was a it was a nitpicky, but yeah. Well, speaking of mysteries, <laughs> like questions that were unsolved, that's actually one of my dislikes, Stephen. And it's and maybe you guys have an answer for it, but I get that because uh, of the implant on on uh, Tim Drake, he would know who that Bruce is Batman and all that. He'd know those secrets, but by the time Terry's come along. Those secrets aren't known to this Joker. So how is it that they that Joker knows to send the the twins and and Michael Rosenbaum and the and the hyena to the dance party when Terry's not in Batman Beyond Garb? This happens before he finds he's like storming the Batcave or anything. So how does he know to send him? Uh, how how does the Joker know to send those? Because about? because Tim knows that basically anybody who works with Bruce is going probably going to be a Robin. Oh, so, so he, it, it was a logical exception. Oh, you're with uh, Bruce all the time. I you could, must right. be uh, okay. the new bats. That I could see that. I could see that. That's that's. A, right. I was about to say both assessment. Joker and Tim knew that. So plus, well, plus he's meeting with Barbara. Well, so that seems like a timeline inconsistency to me, though, because early in the movie, because I hadn't seen this in about fifteen or sixteen years. Mm -hmm. Early in the movie, I th I thought. That I remember that like Tim Drake kind of knew he was the Joker, like a like Jekyll knows Hyde kind of oh, thing. Oh, I didn't get but, that. But okay, <laughs> I thought I thought so. But then later in the movie, they say that's not the case. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. that that Tim did not that Tim did not know he was the Joker. Mm -hmm. Right, he was right. obviously disturbed by the Joker. He saw the thing on TV and muted it, and, and he's sweating about it. So he's obviously still has the PTSD from it. Mm -hmm. But early in the movie, I thought, okay, Tim knows he's the Joker, so that would that would solve a lot of answers real quick mm -hmm. as to like how he knew Terry mm -hmm. or stuff like that. But then they disannul that later on. Yeah. So both the original Joker and the flashback, he knew that Bruce was Batman because he got the secrets divulged. Mm -hmm. right. And then presumably he put that data in the chip on the neck. Yeah. So right. when new Joker, new Joker comes in the future, he would know Bruce is Batman. He'd remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then unless, unless you're going to say that, they, since they were sharing body and brain space, that the new Joker could then pull things from old man Tim. How, that was how, what he yeah, said. How would he know that Terry? I yeah. mean, he said that yeah, in his, he, in his yeah, monologue. Yeah, he did kind of say that. information. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're you're right. I guess he did kind of say that. You know, if his family misses him, I simply call wife and tell. Yeah. yeah. So, and I guess, and I, and I guess they were sharing memories there. And I think it also is a good deduction that yeah, if he's with him, if Terry's with him all the time, that that makes sense. That'd be, and there's a new Batman. That would be. It would be yeah. Terry. All right, yeah, fine. Let's see, the Bruce Wayne is retired. <laughs> and he has a new ward, and there's a new Batman. Let's put two mm. and two together. I'm now campaigning nah. for the next yeah. Joker to be played by Austin Powers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Give me some freaking lasers. Uh, I'm not a calculus teacher, but it seems like we put that. Wow, <laughs> uh, Dale. What's something you didn't like uh, before we get to our tragic makers? Oh, I'm probably gonna go. A different direction. Oh, awesome! Um, Please do. Like the laser? I no. <laughs> they um. I felt like there was some in inconsistencies mm -hmm. in the animation of the Joker. Oh, mm -hmm. really? Okay. Like, I'm okay. looking behind you. Mm -hmm. The screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see the Joker, and like, how many teeth does he have? All the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it, a shark, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I, mean, shark, yeah. It, it, I just feel like that. There's certain, and I know that's the flashback scene right yes, there. Yes, exactly. But I'm like, 
there's certain parts or scenes in the in throughout the movie as you see, when he's falling down or he's making uh, wild gestures that they're uh, he's like one heck of an underbite <laughs> um, or his teeth is all I don't know I just, I just felt like there were, some of the inconsistencies I was seeing was just kind of took me out of the, of the um, flick for a while okay interesting um, but that that's just me I like I, 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 I like I like the anime. Uh, I like the style that we're going for. It was just mm-hmm. there's something they weren't. Some of the facial features that was kind of weird to me. It felt like they were kind of bouncing back and forth between the new animated Batman or the new adventures and the original one, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they were kind of having this weird fight of how they wanted to look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had an amalgam, and it was it was swaying back and forth yeah. in that mm-hmm. middle space. I honestly, the one oh. that I'm showing here that's from the flashback scene. I love of all the iterations of animated Joker. This is the one I, my favorite. But when mm-hmm. he's in the future with like the slick back hair, I don't like how he looks. So mm-hmm. it's, it is, it is strange. Eyes. Yeah. So anyway, okay. That's a great one, Dale. And I think that leads us right into our tragic makers and to kick us off. Let's start with Dallas. Okay. Paul, what yeah, is the thing uh, you hated most about Batman Beyond the Return of the Joker? The thing that I hated most mm-hmm. was the title intro. Oh, after the bank robbery. After the bank robbery, the title intro. Yeah. And what, you, what did you hate about it? Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, Paul J. Powers. I bet it was slow and boring. Exactly. It was. <laughs> I thought slow it was white text on black boring. background, but okay. It added to the annoyance of it. Like, because the series itself, like, it's such an awesome intro. It was like, there's this great music that's pumping Mm -hmm. there's there's like great sound effects and there's great visuals this was so boring like i wanted to like go like did i get a bootleg dvd or something like that like anything i wanted to take i wanted to go and rip the intro out of my dvds of the actual series and make a whole new DVD with a new intro because it was just so slow and boring. Mm. The white text, it wasn't necessarily white text on, on black background. It was glowy white text on black background. Much so, better. Ooh, <laughs> a little better. Yeah, with, some, with some drop shadow to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And then, but like it was just, it was drawn out. And I mean, this is, I mean, I get it. It's 2000, you know, time frame. But they have, by that point, they had better ways of doing all the title cards for everybody. Yeah. And it, to really to go from the the bank robbery and all sort of stuff to yeah. just suddenly you got this drop, like there yeah, was wait. no continuation of the flow. What exactly it just stopped? The needle <laughs> was gone, man. So that was my that is my tragic maker. You totally stole my thunder, uh, Dallas. What? Thanks a lot, because that's exactly my tragic maker as well. Okay. Um, I, I mean, it seemed like all they had to do was take like little clips of the movie and sort of like as a foreshadow of what was going to happen and just like reverse them out, make them like a negative, look like a negative or something, just fast yeah. motion and even intercut things from the intro that they already had for the series. And it would have made the the soundtrack, even they the whole guitar thing be so much better. versions of all the characters run across yeah. the bottom and it would be more interesting. Well, that would or have if been. You can but... do, yeah, if you do an anime, they, you know, show all the spoilers in the intro as they're singing in enough yeah, exactly. another language exactly exactly <laughs> do that and because you don't know what's going to hit you you don't know if you don't have context for it then it doesn't it's not really a spoiler so much but 
Uh, but it is. Okay, fine, Paul. But yeah, that is exactly mine. I, I do remember, again, from the commentary that they said they, I forget if they ran out of time or ran out of money, and that's why they couldn't both. do it. Both. That's why they couldn't Grab do anything more for it. the stock footage from the show. I, Throw it in I there. Know. I, I, I get it. I get it. Microsoft what? Paint couldn't handle it. <laughs> Walk across the, the hallway to the guys next door. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Give it to a six-year-old. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Get the toys out. I'm going to get you, Robin. Wow. <laughs> Regardless, that was my that was my uh, tragic maker as well. Uh, let's go next to Steven. What's, so this was a childhood favorite of yours, but what was the thing you ultimately hated about it on this rewatch? Okay, so I was sweating trying to decide, was my previous dislike about un- unanswered questions, was that my tragic uh, maker okay. or is this next mm-hmm. one? I, I guess just for the sake of conformity, I'll say it's this one, the opening credits. Uh. Uh, and I, and what's, what's hilarious, no, 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 you're finding that funny. What's even funnier for me is I had never heard anybody complain about opening credits until I started listening to your show. Oh, really? I, the first person I heard say it, yes, yes. The first person I heard say it was Paul. Yes. Yeah. And the first time I heard Paul complain about opening credits, I thought he was an idiot. I'm like, who complains about opening credits? You're I'm welcome. like, that is such... Yeah, I'm like, that is such a, a nitpicky, stupid thing. But in this case, I agree with everything you guys have mm-hmm. said. We yeah. had massive excitement, and they, they set this thing up for just rocket fuel amazement. Exactly. And then we had a crash and burn. I, that's probably the only time I've ever, during opening credits, been checking my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I looked up occasionally to see if there's a name I liked. Other than that, I'm just like, yeah, forget right? it. Right, so, exactly. And it. Uh, and I, I thought of how you guys always complain about white text, black background, and it's like, oh, they 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 spiced that up with uh, a little bit of curvature to the letters and a drop shadow or something, and that was it. So My point proven. Exactly. So, so so Paul Paul I take Paul I take back almost all the bad things I'm saying about you, almost all of them. So <laughs> so that is my tragic maker. Awesome. Very good. Very good. I'm sorry that your tragic maker is that you had to take back some of the things. Oh my god! That's not that even Paul. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them. Uh, all right. So opening credits for Stephen. So that makes three. Dale, were the opening credits your tragic maker, or did something else uh, break this movie for you? Something else, but oh, I'd like to mention something for mm-hmm. Go for it. Um, and this is a stab to Warner Brothers. Maybe not the movie itself. But you got a movie that's full of blood and maybe some horrid stuff. Yeah. Stuff that you wouldn't want a five-year-old to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when the movie begins, you got here comes the Warner Brothers shield. And you got Bugs Bunny oh. coming out of there. <laughs> dun, 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 and, dun. And the Looney Tunes... Um, Looney Tunes theme playing and it seems to indicate here's a movie that your five year old may might enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, it, and as you're going along and about, about, about maybe thirty minutes later, you're pushing your child out of there, that five year old out of there. <laughs> even your bunny isn't here yet. <laughs> well, cut or uncut version. Well there is a scene where Bo- a Bugs Bunny cartoon in there, but That's true. Oh yeah, with yeah. The yeah. Dog, yeah. But again that's Court of Warner Brothers. It's mm-hmm. 20 years yeah. ago. They may not do it no more, but that that's my thing. Mm-hmm. My true, true tragic maker, y'all said earlier that y'all like most of the actors at their roles. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My, Uh-oh. 
I might, I might, I might, I might get, I might be getting ready to incite a riot, but my, um, my careful. I had a little problem with Angie Harmon. <gasps> Come Gordon. on, as the commissioner Barbara Aww. Gordon. That's I like right. her way better than the other commissioner Gordon. I, voice, I enjoyed but... her smoky voice. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, for once, well, she she looks like I don't her know. voice sounds. For for, for, <laughs> for for whatever the reason, mm-hmm. every time she would speak, mm-hmm. it felt like she was off. Oh. Like out of sync almost? I don't know. All I knew, now I watched it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Mm. And now everybody, Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, everybody was in their own groove. Mm-hmm. But when you when when I would hear Harmon speak as Barbara, it just seemed off. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it just threw me. Maybe it's from when she got healed from being paralyzed from the Joker, and now she's walking again. It also threw off her voice. Maybe, perhaps. Deep cut, Paul. My goodness. Yeah. But for for me, watching the movie, it just that that was my tragedy. That's that's I totally throws you out of the movie. mm -hmm. And and she has a she has a significant role. I mean, she's not on it the whole time, but yeah, I could see how that'd be like. Almost like the the opening credits of it. is like now, just like uh uh and it, I understand now I I understand that during the series you had Stalker Channing voicing her mm-hmm. and perhaps they were going for that tone but oh. but at the same time for me for me yeah. it disturbed me or mm-hmm. it didn't work for yeah, me. I don't- I don't like it when the series has one voice and then they do a movie and it's a different well, voice. Well, actually, that, that they, they changed off. it to her during the series run. I know it's, it's not the, the original Oh, voice. there was a switch? There was well, a I switch. don't like when they do that either. Well, I don't either. It's kind of but... like when they replaced Aunt Viv. It's like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> There's a YouTube video about why that happened. I don't know how accurate yeah. it is, but... Uh, Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, for those that are like, Aunt Viv, what? What, what does it have to do with Batman? <laughs> well, I, I remember... This is... I remember in the original Batman animated series, mm-hmm. the Penguin was voiced by Paul Williams. Yeah, um, the singer actor. If you, yeah, if you if you're a Smokey a Bandit fan, he was Little Enos. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought um, it was Burgess Meredith. I, I, that, that's I, the sixty-six I know. version. I'm making it funny, guys. Jeez, I thought it was Dan well, DeVito. Well, <laughs> Well, when when you get to um, Batman, the mystery of the Batwoman, mm-hmm. he's voiced by David O. Gene Stiers. Hmm. Um, he's some of y'all may recognize him as the voice of the clock in um, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. Yeah, Cogsworth. Or, or for me, or Cogsworth. I'm nearly fifty years old. I remember him best for, as as. Um, Charles Emerson Winchester the Third, in, in Mash. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, of course. Um, but he voiced the um, penguin in that movie. Oh, uh, okay. But, and obviously, you could tell the difference. Mm-hmm. But it's just in Batman Beyond. I get that. We're, I can see that. I can hear that they were going for a tone. It was just off. Mm-hmm. And that's all right. oh, I got. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And that actually, I guess, leaves me with that to ask Paul, what was the most off for you? Okay. I'm sorry, but I definitely have a tragic maker. Wow. Okay. 
I was, I was actually um, enjoying this movie about halfway through. This was a mystery. Who is the Joker? It's like a whodunit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they're actually going to um, use Batman's detective skills. The greatest detective. Like, okay, I'm liking where this is going. Like, okay, if maybe it is Tim Drake, like at the beginning or, or towards the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, but then they go, you know, they find him. He's a pudgy old guy that's like kind of cranky and then like oh maybe it is the 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 guy guy who's trying to take over wayne enterprise jordan price Mm -hmm. because he has that 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 build and everything in the same voice he's the joker's son (laughs) oh oh, oh, yeah yeah you know but i don't know but then i'm trying to think and and i'm trying to reason this out okay um it 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 wouldn't be tim drake because that's a little too obvious or or no not too obvious it wouldn't be jordan price because that would be too obvious because he looks too much like it red so i'm thinking yeah so i'm thinking there's okay raz al ghul with the lazarus (laughs) or something you know let's but then i don't understand how people say this is well written because you have a pudgy old guy who physically transforms <laughs> from to being this tall, skinny guy as the Joker, Thank and you. and he not only does his 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 physique change somehow with a microchip. I don't care how far you are in the future; it's not going to do that. It's not going to change your vocal cords to sound exactly like the Joker. It wasn't like Tim Drake acting like the voice actor for tim drake trying to act like the joker that mm-hmm. would make sense you know if they wanted it the it, it would make sense if it was like a hologram projected and there and he had like a voice transmitter of something in the future but to have it physically change like it it, it sounds it, it it's just wrong you can't just yeah. take a character that is well formed at the beginning or in the middle of the movie and completely transform him and say ta-da he's the bad guy who doesn't look or sound exactly or yeah. anything like that that's the big answer to the mystery it just ruins it freaking ruins the movie i'm totally invested and then you just throw that garbage an answer at me it just infuriates me it's it makes me not want to watch because it doesn't make sense i can't follow the logic and it i don't understand how people well even even if you want to forgive several of those things he got about eight or nine inches taller all the yes like just, exactly yeah. i can understand he, he, hun- yeah. like okay he was kind of hunched yeah. up okay now he's standing straight up but he has a lot of body fat and mm-hmm. a lot of like his nose and chin completely yeah. are, are changed it, it's almost like it, it feels like okay they had an answer like raz Ghul or something but because of a b and c that wouldn't work okay um jordan price can't be the son of joker because x y and z okay um what do we have uh tim drake okay he's the bad guy Mm -hmm. like at the end it was kind of like switched and made it like that because it's such a a weird like what just happened so it doesn't make any sense so paul would you say it's something like it makes you feel something like this i hated her so much the reveal it, it, the, yes it that flames, flames 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 on the side of my face breathing breath heaving breaths heaving <laughs> like yes. that just like that exactly all right that i'm glad you said because that bothered me too like the entire time like i know the answer and i'm watching and i'm going man this isn't happening like this isn't like celesta has no concept of what's happening it was kind of cool watching it with somebody who's never, mm-hmm. never seen it before yeah totally but i'm sitting there going 
wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Like the body right. doesn't work. And uh, the the uh, one thing that I like, I think they tried to cover it because they said that his DNA was also implanted into Tim. I'm yeah, like, but it's someone what kind of weird one. magic are you doing though yeah. to make him like all of a sudden his chin goes from nice thick round to pointy, yeah. and like to, he grows like ten inches all of a sudden. I mean, it's just yeah. his nose his nose changes. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's I, a heck of a he loses like job. sixty pounds. I think even, like even this is the world with splicing, and, and like again, that's yeah. another thing. This is the world where they have splicing. Yeah, right. This right. just seems too dramatic to me. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I know uh, Dale was mentioning he didn't like the Joker's transformation sometimes with his teeth. This transformation is just all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish that it was. I like that it's Tim. I think that's a, a cool like reveal. But how it's Tim, I don't get. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense how his body. Drawn Tim. Yeah, it should have been Jason. Yeah. Jason. Well, then you're getting into Jason? hush territory, but no spoilers there. The only two fixes, yeah, the only two fixes I could think of that would have made it work better is a draw old man Tim more physically like the Joker. Oh you know, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, or or B do sort of a I am Oz the Great and Powerful kind of thing where Paul mentioned have have there be a a body double or a hologram or some out front mm-hmm. actor is the right. Joker and really Tim is the Joker behind the Joker. That would make more that sense. Work. Yeah, I would right. like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Even, and even if and even if you then went with the microchip where his skin turned white, but he was still Tim's build. Mm-hmm. So it was right. like the Joker's mind. It was if it was the Joker's mind and the Joker's voice. Even yeah. let's even forgive the voice. The Joker's mind and the Joker's voice. Fine, we'll forgive the voice. There's still too much to to not forgive. Well, we've got Mark Hamill. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, either either one of those solutions would have worked better. Right. Right. Well, I am very. Such a disappointment to the mystery that they had built up, which I thought was a great mystery. Yeah, totally, totally. Much better than another Batman film that was released in theaters, which was. We won't talk about now. Mask of the Phantasm? I won't talk about it right now. Not going to talk about it. Dis Mask of the Phantasm. I will fight you. Oh, yes. I will jump through this. About how... I will jump through the podcast. Want to talk how bad that movie was? Yeah. You know what? Let's, Let's talk about how bad. That movie. All right. Let's go. I got another two hours. I have nuts in my system. All right, all right, all right, all right. One point eight one. Forget that ratio. It's got to be at least two point three. Okay. All right. Let's. Maybe, you know what? Maybe next show. Maybe, maybe, but you know what? We we've entered our trajectories into the firing computer for Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. Let's not muddle the system up, up for us, and let's find out what our firing solution is. Okay. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. It's finally complete. It took a while. Do we rate <clears throat> impatience XOGs? Do we rate Batman Beyond Return of the Joker a classic? We recommend anyone go see this. Whether or not they've seen it before, it's definitely worth your time to watch. A nostalgic, if you remember enjoying it as a kid or young adult or sometime in the past watching it and you liked it, then yeah, definitely it's worth your time to watch it again, relive, revisit those memories. But if you've never seen it before, maybe go with one of the other DC animated movies or just another Batman film in general. Or is it a tragic? It's not worth anyone's time. If you've never seen it before, keep it that way. And if you have seen it before and have fond memories, don't sully those memories with a rewatch. So let's start uh, for our final (laughs) reigns with uh, the newest person here. Steven, what is your... You love this as a kid, it sounds like. What was your final reign, though, seeing it as an adult? 
Yes, this this was a top contender for Batman movies as a kid. I am, I have to work hard to put my biases aside oh, okay. because I am a bit of a Batman fanboy. I don't really care which version, which actor, sure. which uh, which generation of him. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I just I love Batman. Oh, cool. Um, yes. So taking taking that filter off and, and watching it and thinking about it, I still really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um. And as a, as an adult watching this thing, you know, sixteen, seventeen years later, there were there were some there were a couple small things that bugged me, but but nothing that ruined the film. Mm-hmm. As you guys are talking about it, there were a couple more that I missed that I'm now scratching my head, going, "Well, that wasn't quite right." Sure, sure. But it none of it makes me not want to see it. Mm-hmm. My oldest son just turned four, and I'm uh-huh. already slowly indoctrinating him into the Church of Batman. We're already starting to, to watch Batman stuff. Right. So right. this is. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, this movie is a few years ahead of a four-year-old. I'm not going to show it to him just yet, but um, so Co- if I was going to show it to anybody, it wouldn't be a four-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple more months. He, he, he turned he turned four uh, yesterday. Just start so. him off on the um, killing joke. It'd be okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not old enough to watch the kid. <laughs> I'm, <sorry>. I'm, <laughs> I'm a... I'm a born-again Baptist preacher. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, no, um... I'm going to go with classic, classic just because though it's flawed, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it is still very good. Awesome. And uh, it's one I want to show to my kid when he's just a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I would not have a problem with revisiting on HBO Max again very soon. Very, very cool. And, and I actually watched this twice. I watched this twice for this review. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, and it didn't, yeah, it didn't bother Invested. me. So. so you predicted classic. And so I'll, t- I'll take the asterisk off my classic. There you go. And Final Rain sure. is classic. Let's go to wow. our newest member of our crew, Dale. What is your final reign for Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? Well, again, this is my second time ever watching, mm-hmm. seeing mm-hmm. the film. But I, I have to go, I, I still go nostalgic. Nostalgic for final? Okay. Uh, let's see. But, but, but Dale, it was, just... it was so good. Didn't you enjoy the, the, the guy who played the guitar? Excuse you? <laughs> Fine, Paul. Never mind. I was just whatever. Fine. You want me to continue? <laughs> Guess XO. All right. Fine. No, talking about how good it was. You want me to go over? I have some. <laughs> oh like, you want me to... <laughs> well, we're not to you yet, Paul. Dallas, okay. you uh, predicted classic with an asterisk. What was your final rating? So I, I'm my final rating for Mask of the Phantasm is classic. Oh my god! And... <laughs> Get out! Where's the eject button? XO. Where's the eject button? <laughs> Right here. <laughs> well played. There you go. Not again. Okay, Dallas. <laughs> but we're not so talking about my... Mask of the Phantasm. We're talking about Return of the Joker. What is your final so, rating for that? My final rating for it is um, after rewatching it, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to knock it down to a nostalgic. It's oh, a high really? nostalgic. Okay. I enjoy. Again, I'm I'm a Batman nut. I've I've watched probably every Batman film that I can get my hands on. I've seen all but the 1966 Batman movies in theater. Um, so I, I have a lot of love for, for bats, but mm-hmm. it's yeah. definitely nostalgic. Like um, it's, it's a made for TV movie mm-hmm. and you can tell um, the animation wasn't as sharp as it could have been for mm-hmm. a feature film, such as mask of the phantasm and <laughs> the plot holes that were there. The, <sighs> yeah. the things that yeah. like, like, like the, the, the laser thing, the, um, the fact that it was um, uh, the whole thing with the Joker transforming out of 
home dude's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it wasn't freaking Jason Todd. Um, <laughs> or Clay. Or Clay Who, who's Jason so, Todd? Jason know. Todd was the... He's the second Robin. Oh. Yeah, he was the, the Robin Depending that... Depending on which version you're watching. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the Robin that uh, actually the Joker killed. Oh, okay. And, uh, and he came back later. Ah, okay. Gotcha. He got better. He walked it off after <laughs> trip through Lazarus' <laughs> pet. So. It was only a flesh wound. <laughs> so so that's my thing. Is, flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's the nostalgia for me today. Nice one, Paul. Nostalgia. All right. So, wow, downgrade. Um, all right, Paul, you had nostalgic with an asterisk? What what was your yeah. final rating? That that reveal at the end absolutely killed and oh, ruined really? this movie for me. Unfortunately, no joke. Um, because I was enjoying like the animation, I was enjoying the characters, the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, because of those things, the things that I did like, I'm going to keep it at mm-hmm. nostalgic. It's certainly I would not recommend this to anybody except, you know, watch out for, you know, the whole plot. <laughs> Forget trying to figure it out. It won't make sense. You have to turn your brain off. Um, Is that one of these, Paul? You, you, know, you, don't, you, you, you Even if you try to turn your brain off. You, it, yeah, no. But um, if you liked it, you probably will. But just watch out. There's a doozy in there. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> a couple of them. So we have three nostalgics so far. Uh, so it probably doesn't really matter what I rate it. So uh, maybe I just want to end of show. So just yeah, just go go ahead. I uh, go. Uh, oh oh wait, no, I know. <clears throat> I rate. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna give my reign of tragic for wow. Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, but for me. Batman <laughs> Beyond: Return of the Joker, I really, I still really enjoy it. I, you guys bring up a valid point about. Uh, Joker not looking anything like Tim Drake. That, for whatever reason, and I don't get why, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I guess it's because Tim's not being disobedient or something. What? <laughs> Tim wasn't disobedient. Well, get out. No, I guess he didn't kill Batman when Joker told him to. So I guess he was a little bit. But no, and I Heine kid never talked either. I, I, I just, I guess maybe it's my, I, my love for Batman Beyond. I think I love Batman Beyond even more than the animated series uh, overall. What? So, so. That's heresy. Oh That's my heresy. Gosh, guys. Paul, we're planning a mutiny. Wow. No all mutinies right. here. I'll eject you all. But I, yeah, so I rate Batman <laughs> Beyond Return of the Joker a classic. But according to the Retro Rewind podcast. Love you, Paul. Wait, 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 wait. How many ratings whole, do you have? Five. Okay. Because you said three at one point and then you talked. So I just want three to make nostalgics. Sure and then we had okay. uh, Steven's classic, the classic, my classic. From... All right. Sorry, my One math. plus two plus two All plus right. one. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So according Good to the point. Retro Rewind podcast, we rate collectively Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, a disputed nostalgic film. If you remember liking it as a kid or young adult, yeah, go watch it again. You'll totally have a fun time, though you may be bothered by some of the weirdness, especially Joker's transformation. But if you've never seen this before, I, I don't know, one of you people that, uh, said nostalgic. What would be a better Batman uh, animated film to go watch? Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> Why didn't we ask that? Jeez, walked right into that. What I was about wow. to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just so long as it's not Batman Ninja. No, no more from you guys. No more from you guys. What? I like Batman Ninja. <sighs> I love that. All right, BK's right. on my yeah. side, so we automatically win. <sighs> Now you know what you Win know what you know what. Club. Let's get what? back to our own time. Good old twenty XX. Twenty XX. 
set online. Receiving incoming transmission. feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 2000 to begin with, in the year 2000 to begin with, if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, <laughs> namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions. Oh, you're right here. The Untold Ooh. Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, James Kenison, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Cronbitter, Pastor Dusen, Kenneth In, Redeemed Utaku, Otaku, Ryan Lingle, that's our Bobo, Josh Adams, D. Tungsten, Andy Lewis, Jeff, Little Ronan, The Dapper Man Reviews, and newest patron, Tony from Retro Days, in addition to six other awesome patrons as well. <laughs> Thank you all so, so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to help us grow via Patreon, Subscribestar, or PayPal. This stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big bat hug to our guests for coming and supporting yes, us. Indeed. I don't know what a bat hug feels like. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, but thanks for sharing your COVID. thoughts on Batman Return. <laughs> nothing. What? Nothing. I didn't say anything. Continue, Paul. Okay, I'm the master interrupter. <laughs> I, I will continue. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker tonight. Um, we're going to uh, go in alphabetical order. I think Dale comes before <laughs> Dallas, if I can spell correctly. Uh, so, Dale, where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on that people should know about? Not, I don't have anything cool going on at the moment. Just, but you can, nah, me neither. You can find me mostly on uh, the Devoted Geek Life mm -hmm, webpage, mm -hmm. awesome. Facebook page, rather. Nice. See me there. All right. Look for Dale at the Devoted Geek Life page. Cool. <laughs> Dallas. How can people find you online or what you got going on? Yeah, you can mostly find me. Um, just look for Geek Devotions on just about any social media platform that's out there that's viable at the moment. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, just look for Geek Devotions. You can check out our website, geekdevotions.com, uh, where we post our devotions. Um, and, of course, our YouTube channel, which is our main thing, uh, where we post devotions every Friday at 4 p.m. Uh, based off geek pop culture items designed to let people know that they are loved. Yeah. And Stephen, thanks for being our yes, newest uh, guest you, host. You're welcome. So where can people find you online, and uh, what do you got going on that people should know about? Well, <clears throat> to find more about my ministry of uh, gospel music and preaching and ventriloquism and stuff, my website is my last name, Forrester, F-O-R-E-S-T-E-R, ministries.com. Um, right on the homepage, there's a video that introduces me and plays clips of the music. ForresterMinistries.com. Um, I'm kind of more branded as Stephen Forrester Ministries. Mm. That's all over Facebook um, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I keep those updated pretty regularly, uh, and you can learn more about me. I am, my music is all over. I think all of the streaming platforms um, as Stephen Forrester or Stephen Forrester Ministries. Um, small, small correction I got to make in um, Apple Music. That's still a Stephen and Marie Forrester from when my wife traveled. Around, oh, okay. But other than that. Um, yeah, so all over the streaming services for the music, Forrester Ministries for the website, or Stephen Forrester Ministries on social media. Very, very cool. Is and that'd be the best way to like book you if the church wanted to bring you out or anything like that, or or do you travel or do anything? Yes, like that? all the all the contact info, the music info, the yeah, all that. Awesome. The demos, all that stuff's on well, there. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you again so much for for coming on the show uh, and being here. And same to you, Dallas, and same to you, Dale, Paul. Eh. <laughs> 
Paul's the spare part. Wow. Yeah. I don't even like me that oh much. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> but I like you, Paul. But no, I, I I really, really appreciate each one of you. Dale, Dallas, and Steven, thank you so much for being here. And a hearty thanks to those of you listening for the first time. And of course, all of you who are a part of the Rad Rewinder community, you all who watch us live every week, whether we're recording this podcast or playing retro games. You're an amazing group of people helping sustain the pod. But if you're looking for ways to get involved in growing this Retro Rewind endeavor, reach out to us on social media where we are at Retro Rewind Pod, Retro Rewind Pod pretty much everywhere. Uh, you could buy some of our merch. You could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, become a monthly uh, patron, or simply just share your favorite episode of the podcast with a friend so that more people can enjoy the content of the Retro Rewind Pod. It'd be funny if it weren't so pathetic. No, what the heck, I'll laugh anyway. <laughs> You've been listening to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 227. I think there was a TV show called 227. Anyway, oh, we're not boy. reviewing that. Our review of Batman Beyond Return of the Joker with me as your XO, which stands for kiss and hug, right? Executive officer, is that what that is? No, the executive, yeah, executive officer, oh, okay. not kiss and hug officer. Oh my yeah. gosh. PaulJPowers.com, <laughs> that's me. You can find me online on all my social medias at PaulJPowers.com. .com. Thank you for being an amazing friend, Paul, for another, being on this another fun voyage. I have been... I have been and continue to be the captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at FXRetro underscore, especially if you need pixel art work commissioned. And we are um, honored to announce we are part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com because we never announced that before. So this is the first time that you're hearing this. And if you have, yeah, you're pro totally. I mean, if you've heard this before, you're probably a time traveler like us. Anyway, mm -hmm. Captain, we are on final or approach to the base uh something about salvo authority has been jammed oh sorry it's been granted oh well that's good that's a relief yeah thank you exo and thank you all for listening we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play I, and i really mean that i pray pretty much every time before this that you guys are more joyful now at the end of this than you were at the beginning um but like a pokemon we gotta catch you all for airplane exclamation point our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. We're going on an airplane. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Adios, Brucey. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts.